Welcome to Cinema Cult. I don't know if you remember any of us, because it's been so long, but I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we do a little uh, podcast called Cinema Cult. And it has been quite a few months now. I think since May. So what has... There's Roughly. been... Things have been happening in our personal lives that we won't talk about. Nothing dreadful, it's just... Yeah. Kind of like we're in the late our, our late twenties, early thirties, yeah, and balls, things balls just us, happen. Our balls are dropping. <laughs> our balls are dropping. We're getting mustaches. Oh wow! Girls are starting to talk to us. That's awesome. I like this. Yeah, actually, a lot happened. We all, uh, all three of us, got new jobs. Yeah, I, all of us I've had, had the same jobs, job, but <laughs> got really busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you, you did get a new job. Uh, last year, I did. Oh no, you got a. Like, oh, I did get a new job. You did get a new <laughs> yeah. job. Ooh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Your so, new secret job. New secret job. So we all got you, a new job. Let's just say Hanto writes movies. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Hanto, what do you do? I have a side contracting job where I basically work with subtitles on movies. Subti- so, subtitles for books. Yeah, subtitles, subtitles for books. For, books. <laughs> for the, so, for sub- the hearing, com- <laughs> hearing, hearing compared. compared. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can actually make movies better, right? Uh, subtitles? I, I could, but I'll probably get fired for it. <laughs> so, to the deaf community, you can make movies a lot better by changing up plots and things yeah, that they say? in a way. Because they wouldn't know. They, they can't hear the movie, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what some of the movies have you done so far? I've worked on John Carpenter's Vampires. I've worked on From Dust Till Dawn. It's like two vampire movies. My Little Vampire. My Little Vampire, the cartoon. Nosferatu. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. Oh, I love that movie. Who doesn't? Not really. No, I've done uh, so a few, I, f- few horror movies. I watched Boogeyman for the first time. Is it any good? No, it's awful. Oh, okay. It's so bad. Even through subtitles? Yeah. Almost. It's like even worse because he has to hear or read what they're saying. That's when work really feels like work. Yeah, yeah. So, so it can be it can be good at times and sometimes it can be bad. But vampires is cool with yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while and it's actually a good movie. I yeah. think it is. I always thought that movie would be so much better if it took place in the if it was made in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it the concept has, like, is cool. Yeah, the concept's really cool. It feels like an eighties movie, but it just feels so dated because James Woods is like kind of ridiculous in yeah, it. Yeah, he's kind of inappropriate at times. Yeah, he's kind of like James Woods in that. Simpsons episode he's, when he's James Wood playing, playing himself. Yeah, when he's taking over the Quickie Mart. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It just there's something about. It. I got. I've never seen the full thing before. And a couple weeks back, I did watch like the first like 30 minutes, and I was like, it just wasn't enough to like keep me going. It's I, I don't know. It's it's weird. The I concept think, is cool. I like the way the vampires are portrayed in that movie. I think it's how straightforward they talk about vampires in it. Like was what yeah. bothers me because it's so like. Well, he gives the priest like the rundown on how. Like, garlic doesn't work, or crosses, you know, you gotta, like, basically burn them in sunlight. Like, James Woods is cool, but, like, it's almost like the movie needs, like, a stronger... Yeah, he's kind of like a... Almost needs, like, a Kurt Russell or... I was just gonna say, here's what you do, here's your your spinoff movie, Jack Burton Vampire Slayer. Ooh. I would totally watch that I would watch that, He would not get anything done, because he doesn't do anything in big trouble. He would just yell at people to do things he wouldn't actually do. He would get knocked yeah. out like early on and then just be out for the entire That's movie. True, yeah. He would know everything about vampires, but not how to kill them. He would never kill any of them. No, he would be. He wouldn't know what's going on at all. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he would like come into the world of vampires and he'd be like the audience member yeah. where like, yeah. we're getting. Well, all the this... vampire would be flying and be like, hey, how'd you do that? Yeah. Okay. Or it starts off, it. he's driving the semi and everything. You're like, oh, he's still doing the same business. I like that. And then he stops and the back of the semi opens. And this vampire crew runs out to go kill these vampires. Ooh, oh, okay. Oh. This entire time. Yeah. Nice. 
Oh yeah, the entire time. That'd be kind of. Cool. I wish yeah. they would have done like a like a franchise with that character. Oh, it's, totally it's like op- opening, and he has like he's just on the trucker's radio, just yeah. talking, seeing who's out there. Yeah, that's would whoever's that, would, listening. Would you say that's your favorite Carpenter? I love it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, but like you know, the it thing seems is, like the one the one the, you come back the, to the, the most. The thing is always the masterpiece. I feel like, but Big Trouble is like the most fun. If the thing is on TV, I'll probably watch it for a second and be like, "Oh, it's a cool movie." But if Big Trouble's on, I'm gonna stop and watch it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I you know, and I kind of like. Um, I used to not like John Carpenter's '90s stuff. Yeah, but I I watched Mouth of Madness and I'm like, this is kind of a cool movie. I saw that uh, for the first time recently. Really? What did you think? Genuinely surprised at how much I enjoyed it. It's a, it starts off really creepy. Yeah, and it ends really creepy. It's just the middle stuff gets kind of boring. It's kind of it's just weird. It's like shot real weird. Yeah, it, ve- it feels at times like a TV movie. Well, it's like real meta in the sense where it's like you don't know what what's real and what's not. I guess. Okay. So. The ending's awesome. Yeah. It's like one of the coolest endings yeah. to a movie yeah. I think I've seen in a long time. I had to rewatch forever. it. All I remember about it is the score. And I remember reading that John Carpenter was heavily inspired by Metallica's Enter Sandman <laughs> when he recorded it. Oh, really? And you can tell. I, that's the only thing. I don't. Well, he's like. I, he's touring right now. And that's like one of the big songs that he plays is Mouth of Madness. Big announcement. I'm going to see him live. Are in, you? In November. I'm trying to get off the Saturday to go with please you. Please do. And then, great. Chris, yeah, are you going? I think I want to go. Yeah, I got, I got to work that tickets. morning at 8. Live from so. John Carpenter. Live from JC's house. I don't know why, Cinema I, just, I, don't know why <laughs> I just aired my personal gear, man. I'm like, yeah, I got to work next morning at 8. Like, it was a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, hey, we're talking about work, though. We're talking about but work. But no, I got to work. I'm trying to get off. I want to go see JC. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If JC's second coming and stuff, like, I want to go. I want to be there for just, it. Jesus Christ the Carpenter? Ah, no. Uh, the John Carpenter? Oh, gotcha. John the Carpenter? I think it's somebody else. The reason for this podcast this evening is that we're trying to update everybody on what's been going on. Obviously, we've been kind of busy. We are coming back. Um, we're going to have brand new episodes that we actually recorded a few months ago. And then we're going to have newer episodes that have a new format, uh, which we're working on right now. And on top of that as well, we are going to have a brand new podcast, completely different than Cinema Cult. Matt, you wanted to say the name of it? Uh, yeah, it's called the Dark House on the Hill Podcast. Ooh. And what we'll be doing with it is we'll be entering the world of horror films, thrillers, and suspense and mystery. Ooh, tell me more. So, just those genres, and we won't break it down, like, it won't be a genre breakdown the way Cinema Cold is. And it's not going to be just movies, either. It's just going to be everything, like, horror-related. Yeah, we've realized that we're all three very passionate about horror stuff. I mean, if you've listened, we go to Horror Hound almost every year. Yeah. We do an entire month's worth of dedicated to horror movies, so why not branch out and just do a podcast dedicated to only horror? But it won't just be horror. I mean, it's going to have, like, sub-genres as well. Like, you're going to have your thrillers, your mysteries, suspense. So we might talk about everything from Nightmare on Elm Street to... I don't know, something like... Gone Girl. Uh, Gone Girl. And um, so it's going to you know, go around. One episode might be about a certain author. One might be about a TV show. We might talk about Are You Afraid Dark for an entire episode. It's going to... Horror soundtracks. Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. But horror it's, video games. I do like a whole that. episode based on video yeah. games that are horror-themed. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of this, too, is from you guys, the listeners, because we've realized that our highest-rated episodes... Our highest lis- listener-heavy episodes are our horror ones, horror sci-fi. Originally, Cinema Cult was going to be a horror podcast, and I was the one who nixed this. This was Chris's idea. Hanta was on board to do it, and I was saying, no, we'll run out of movies to do. It'll get boring after a while. But now, after about two and a half years of doing Cinema Cult, 
Yeah, right? yeah, about yeah. I think we found our, our true roots as horror. We talk about horror stuff all the all the friggin' time. Yeah, all the friggin' time. All the friggin' time, man. And we'll still be doing cinema cold episodes. Yeah. As I think what we're gonna be doing is juggling back and forth. So you usually hear us. So now you don't have to wait till basically once a year when we just do horror because we don't really do horror movies outside of October. No, no I mean, we, we might do one away. here and there, but I think like the f- I think we did a couple before, uh, like in March. Sometimes we would do a couple in preparation for horror. Yeah, around, but well, I think overall we didn't want to get rid of Cinema Cole because one, we have the fan base. We like the way we work with like our. We I don't know I just I I don't want to just limit. I think that's part of the problem. We don't want to do just horror and be like. Oh, you know, the new Star Wars is coming out, so we can't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Cinema Cult still leaves that window open where we can talk about non horror related things. Yeah. So we got that coming up. Um, so look for it around the mid to end of September is when Dark House on the Hill podcast is really gonna take effect. Sure. Yep. And um we're gonna we're gonna kinda load you heavy with a bunch of episodes at first, and then we're probably gonna do two episodes a month and then two a month for Cinema Cult as well. Yeah. Try to keep it even. Yeah. Yep. So that's Even what we have Steven. going. So then again, the new podcast is going to be called The Dark House on the Hill. And it's going to be everything horror, suspense, and thriller related. Same three guys, two different podcasts. So um, I did want to talk about, because we haven't had an episode all summer. Let's talk about the movies of the summer of 2017. Okay, so these are the movies that came out in theaters that we saw in 2017, or just anything we watched in 2017? Well, let's talk, let's talk about theaters first. Okay. Uh my favorite was because I saw it twice. Was Dunkirk? Dunkirk was like awesome, and I know we went and talk about it because <laughs> you guys had a different experience than I did. Yeah. Now all three of us saw it in IMAX, right? Yeah. Yes. It, it was. I think it took the place as the number one loudest movie I've ever seen. What was your original number one? Jurassic Park. Did you see it in IMAX? Well, I remember as a kid being really loud, but then when it re-released in IMAX, like. Maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, it was still just like as really. Loud. Yeah. It was oh man, crazy. I jumped a couple of times just from just the sound effects. Like the that first like and... gunshot in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. I remember it was just quiet because it was the dude running, mm-hmm. and you hear that one gunshot. I remember I was like, oh, it's gonna yeah. be this type of movie. Okay. Yeah. Dude, there was like an older lady that sat next to me holding her ears she as if she hand. was in as if she was like in a Beastie Boys video. It was like <laughs> a Beastie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, it's not that bad, is yeah. it? I was like, you can't hear anything anyways. Yeah. I'm like, what? She's, she's like, what? She's <laughs> pulling her ears like Crispin Glover in Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was really loud, but it was awesome in IMAX. And it's one of those, I went and saw it twice because I knew it was going to be one of those experiences that I could never, like, cash back in on. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never going to release Dunkirk back in theaters. No. And hell, if anything, the theater system's going away in yeah. probably 10 years. Well, with the introduction of the movie pass, maybe... What's the movie pass? Have you ever heard of the movie pass? Me and Hans have been talking about it all week. I already got it. You did get it? I haven't gotten the, like, the card yet, but I yeah. signed up for it. This is where you get the line cut? It used to, no, it used no. to be like 30 bucks a month, and it was, but now it's dropped to 10. That's why it's getting all this talk. But basically, we're not any way associated with movie pass, by the way. No. Um, basically, what it is, is it's $10 a month, and you get this card, and you can see as many movies as you want monthly for 10 Dude, bucks. that's what I've been saying forever. I was like, man, why don't they do something like that? Because... Like it would making it, it's you got to make reasons for people to get out of their living room to go to the theater, especially with it being so darn expensive these How days. How much were your tickets for Dunkirk? I think I paid like upwards of seventeen. Seventeen bucks a ticket. I went early day and I got ten dollars a ticket. So Cause I went like <laughs> I went like right after work, so it was probably right when I hit the evening showing. Yeah, but and seventeen dollars, man, that's fucking insane. That's crazy. 
Uh, no, the, that pricing is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. And it's like, you should get the Blu-ray copy for free when it comes out. Sure. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. like, you would you'd have given that movie like $40 at the end of the day. Yep. Pretty much. Um, After like buying some popcorn. Because you know you're going to buy some popcorn or something. Yeah. Enjoy this movie. I know. I am not a popcorn guy. I don't like popcorn. What? You're a liar. You're a, you're right. Refer to our audience. Green Inferno episode. You're a yeah. liar. Audience, don't listen to that. I've seen this guy eat like a three, whole thing of popcorn. Three larges worth of popcorn. Yeah, because what he'll do, he'll eat one large before the trailers are done. Yeah. And he runs to go get a refill. <laughs> it's smart. No, no, no. It's smart. He's trying to get me no, into no. this little conquest too, because he'll be like, start eating this with me. Come on. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the point? I'm like, <laughs> no, you, what you do is you eat all your popcorn and drink all your soda before the movie starts, and then you go get a refill, and so then when you sit down, you're kind of full, but you're good for the rest of the movie. Now, I do know a person that one time took um, a popcorn thing, a popcorn barrel, I don't know, yeah. a Bucket? popcorn... What's a popcorn barrel? I don't know. Is that like a drum barrel that they have fires <laughs> inside? Yeah, that's what Chris eats during Green Inferno. Uh, no, it's a uh, popcorn bucket. Yeah. And he took it out of the trash, emptied it, and went to the counter and refilled it and got free popcorn. Wow. Yeah, that's, just, that's just, pretty gross. Just to, like, do it, or? Well, no, just so oh, he didn't oh, have to. He, he grabbed it It was somebody the, else. Yeah, yeah, it was out of the trash. It was on, sitting on top of the trash can, so he's like, he did, like, a George Costanza. And yeah. he's like, oh, like. Oh, weird. It was in the trash! <laughs> was, it, was it Chris, or? We're not saying. No, it wasn't me. Okay. He would call me out if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not saying. Yeah. Um, Hanta, do you have a favorite of the summer? Um, I'm trying to think what I... Maybe, I think probably Baby Driver's my favorite. Oh, Baby Driver I'm going to say Baby Driver's my favorite, yeah, too. Yeah, Baby Driver just, was good. That was just, like, one of the best edited movies I've probably ever seen. That might have been one of my favorite soundtracks I've ever seen. Also a soundtrack, for sure, yeah. But, like, the soundtrack... I mean, without the editing, the soundtrack wouldn't have been as great, I feel like. I agree. Especially with, like, the songs that they pick for, like, the action sequences. Yeah. Because I saw it the first time, I saw it a month before it came out with, like, a screening. I didn't notice really anything, but the second time I saw it in theaters, like, the all the action cues are set to the music. Like, all the beats. Yeah. They all, like, gunshots, the way the car shifts, everything's set to the music, and it's, like, unreal seeing that like in any movie yeah. they don't really do that at nope. all it was I, I think it was a really cool theater experience too um but it was i was definitely surprised how much i liked the movie because like the story is very straightforward yeah we've seen it like a hundred times there's really nothing different in the story that's like yeah but it's just it's the way it, it's totally like a director's movie where it's about the way it's told and i think that's what sells it yeah because it's told in a very unique different way mm-hmm. um because it's like, I mean, it's kind of like the, the same thing as Drive. In a way, yeah. But it's not, you know? It's, I mean, they're both rated R, but it's basically about a getaway driver. Yeah, a getaway both, driver who wants to get out. Love. Yeah, both fall in love, and they're trying to get out, do their last job to get out, you yep. know? One thing that does bother me about the movie, I don't think it ruins it. There was enough popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, my favorite part of the movie, and not that I don't like them, but... It's the popcorn, right? <laughs> yeah. Him, the popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah. The, character the character of popcorn wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. I expected a little bit more. <laughs> for his prices. Yeah, for his prices. <laughs> Should have been more. Movie pass, more like popcorn pass. <laughs> Limited amounts of popcorn if you buy it once. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Yeah, that's already, you guys already do that. Aside from the music, I really like Jamie Foxx in this movie. Oh, yeah. he was actually like intimidating. He was awesome in this. And yeah. like I said, not that I don't like him or anything. I think he's a fine actor, but I felt like he really stepped it up in this. Well, yeah. but it's because like every movie I've seen him in, he plays a badass. 
And this one, he just plays an asshole. Oh, a psychopath. And it's like, it's a different yeah. kind of role for him because it's like, he's not the lead. Yeah. And he's a psychopath. And yeah. it's like, he's never really played a villain ever. So that was like something big for him. And I want to see him in more villain roles. It'd be nice, yeah. Same with John Hamm. John Hamm was quite the delight in this movie. He was. He was awesome in this. Yeah. Overall, the, I think the movie was just absolutely perfect yeah. on all ends. Hold. Um, if I had to pick a second favorite, I would say Spider-Man. I really, oh. I thought that was quite the surprise. Yes. Did not bother to see it. Well, you'd be surprised because I think you'd like it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll wait for Redbox. That's I probably fine. will. Yeah, but with the Marvel um, movies, I don't feel like spending money. Well, on Well, we've I, I think people know about this. Matt hates comic book movies for some reason. I'm not. I don't hate them. I get. I'm just bored with them. I'm like, there's nothing really new. I'll watch. Okay, for instance, I'll watch the Punisher series. That's I hope coming that's on good. Because I'm like, okay, this could be really cool. Yeah. But like, I'll there's is, yeah. there's a formula, man. I know you love this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just enjoyable. It's like a, it's Yeah, just, I'm in the middle a, with it. It's a popcorn movie. But mm-hmm. I'm going to say this right now. And I this love is why popcorn movies. I know you do. All movies are popcorn movies. <laughs> so I'm going to say one of the biggest movies of 2017 is going to be Stephen King's It. Yeah. And I'm going to say that horror is going to have a resurgence in the year 2018, 2019, and 2020. And we're going to see a lot of major horror films come back in. And I think they're going to swamp superhero movies. I don't think, I think so. people are going to be chasing down. I'm going to call that right now. If I'm wrong, I lose nothing. If I'm right, I, I don't get anything. Well, I mean, the, but, I mean, as I say, I think Stranger Things started the kind of that trend. Yeah. I mean, you saw how many people were, fell in love with that show. I agree, but I don't think it's going to take over superhero movies. Yeah, because Halloween comes over. But Halloween's Halloween not going to make a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, but if Stephen King's It kicks ass, like I think people will be pretty psyched about Halloween. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to make that much money. Horror movies don't. So, what make other that much horror money. films we got to look forward to here? Like, hold on, you stick on. No, track. I mean, think no. about it though. Like, okay, we've already run the gamut with superhero movies. Like, Marvel's about to do their like third wave, right? Oh uh, yeah, it's like phase phase three, I guess. Or... Yeah, and I think they kind of know that it's the last leg. That's why a lot of them are kind of like, okay, this Avengers movies after this, we're done. Yeah. Um, but I think horror movies are going to come back because we need a new genre movie to, to kind of attach to. Well, that's what they're trying to, get to do excited with that, about. That uh, they're tempted to do with that Universal Dark. Uh, what is it called? Dark. Oh, something? the Dark Universe. Or Dark Universe. Yeah. 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 Did with anybody see that? No. No, me neither. Yeah. It comes out here. I don't even know if I'm gonna rent it. I heard it's bad. I I'll probably watch it, but yeah, I heard nothing but nothing but bad things about it. Wait, I thought I knew what it was, but I guess I don't. What is this? The Mummy. The mummy. It's like oh, they're, yeah, the, okay, yeah. they're gonna do like yeah. Frankenstein and Dracula yeah. and all that stuff. Now they don't I mean, even know if they're gonna do it anymore. That's tough. I mean, they already casted people in the roles. I just, it's just, it's such an e like. I'll judge it when I see it because I haven't seen yeah, it yet. Yeah. Me neither. I haven't seen it, but it's like, man, how do you screw this up? Like, you know, it'd be really Studio. cool to do just like I, I brought this up in the podcast. It'd be really cool to do like a horror movie that comes out every year from. Universal Studios that's like a really scary one and we're like oh my god like they did really good with Frankenstein and it was it was scary again like what are they gonna do with Dracula this year you know like big announcements like that and they're like in such a rush to try to be like superhero movies I think like that's the worst template yeah. for them at yeah. least it works for superhero movies I don't think it'll work for horror films nah. but like I said this all depends on if it is a really good movie yeah, it I'm does hearing, a good job hearing a lot of positive things about it yeah, but, even though but if it, it shits the bed then nah I won't it won't. It's not. I don't think it is. But even if it does really well, it doesn't mean you're going to get a lot of big horror movies. Scream came out, and you didn't get a lot of big horror movies after that. Urban Legend? What? Wait. I know big you did last summer. 
Dude, I mean, wait, 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 okay, are you kidding? No. We talk talk, about the, we'll talk about the next podcast. No, we talk about this on the, re, like, we talk about how big this is, like, all the time on this podcast, and how huge the research into horror films were after Scream. Like, everyone was cashing in. Yeah, but they weren't big movies. Okay, I'm trying to compare, I'm trying to saying. compare how much Iron Lost Man World 3, Iron, 3 Iron Man 3 made to disturbing behavior it's a, <laughs> it's a huge why did Vic like it's wow. a huge difference two extremes dude <laughs> two completely opposite movies yeah, well, I'm like, just saying what was big for Valentine and <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier <laughs> Avatar and The Craft <laughs> <laughs> no it's just it's it's got an audience but it's not gonna pull in Marvel money yeah it's it's really tough no right? it won't but if like if there are more like horror films out there, like say something like it, Stephen King's It coming out in October is a great example of like perfect template. September is it September? Yeah, September eighth. Yep. Okay, it's a perfect template though for a, a major horror film. It's like not only do you have like a new adaptation of a really beloved novel, um, the horror fan craze is huge right now with Walking Dead, Stranger Things. But also, anybody who's, like, w- looking at it from the outside, and they're like, oh, it's about a creepy clown, and it's kids, like, and it's rated R. Like, this could go into very creepy territory. So, I think it's exciting for everybody, and I think that's... We'll see how it does. And if it does bad, like, if it gets, like, crap crap reviews, then I think, like, it's no way horror is going to be fine. Yeah, but if it does can. really well, like, we could see a new craze coming aboard. But not... We're going to see mm-hmm. it, it Part 2. It Part 2... All right, so what else? So Spider Man was <laughs> God. a movie was our, of the summer. It's a, it's a tangent. Um, the coolest thing about Spider Man, because I think me and Hans talked about it. First half an hour, very like I've seen it before, Marvel type comic book. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it, I know it was just kind of getting going, but I was like, all right, I don't see the hype for this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it took this like teen teen comedy superhero movie, and it was perfect. Yeah. Basically, and, just a kid trying to make his way through high school. Well, I can't remember if we talked about this um, off air, but the director gave everybody John Hughes movies to watch and said, "This is your homework. I want this to be like a John Hughes movie." Yeah. And I felt it. Yeah, I feel like I it was it there for sure. But um, other than that, I was trying to think. Um, I went and saw um, "It Comes at Night," and that was that was okay. I I heard. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm really excited to check it out because it's. Like, it wasn't I think bad. It's the, I think it's the same A24 people that it did is. like Green Room and the Vitch. And was it Ghost Story they did? Yeah, Ghost yeah. Story. I heard it was awesome. Is it a slow burner? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it I like think that's the problem? It's like psychological, almost like the Vivitch. We're going to talk about this on the horror podcast, but the new style of horror films is art house horror films. I, I'm into actually. This was coined by Eli Roth. He talked about this. You don't like Eli Roth? You no. shook your head. No, we talked about this before. What's wrong with Eli Roth? I no. don't like him oh, as, okay. as a person. As a person. I like his movies though. You know, oh, he's okay. listening. You're hurting his feelings. <laughs> No, uh, but that's a new style of like horror films. It's art house horror yeah, films, and yeah. it's The Witch, uh, The Fo- It Follows, uh, this movie, and there's a couple of other that are in that pack. Where you're kind of seeing this more like artsy house, like slow burning horror films. Yeah, yeah, almost reminiscent of like the three core in uh, '60s and up to the '80s are like. The Shining, Rosemary's Baby, yeah, 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 and milk money, the milk money, milk money, that's it, all the money, all the milk money. Or Puppet Master? What do you think about Puppet Master? Oh, and The Exorcist. I'm sorry, Exorcist. The three like core, like where they're like taking a lot of influences from those three movies. Yeah, 
and kind of making their own horror film mm. kind of out of that structure. Yeah. But okay, so another movie I saw, I think you saw this too, was Wonder Woman? Yeah. Okay, what'd you think? I thought it was really good. I thought it was awesome. I did not like like literally the last 20 minutes of it. <laughs> literally the entire movie I didn't the like. The entire movie I fell asleep. <laughs> I was good until it, was, it started. I, I thought then... it was great, but I just didn't like the movie. I think she was awesome. Oh, yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. I think he was awesome. Chris, I think the story we, was awesome. Gal Gadot and then Chris Pine? Yep. Okay. And, but I think he and she and like... Oh, who's, oh, who's he? She. But I did not like the. Have you seen this? I, I missed out on it. I I kept trying to go to it, and I kept getting distracted. Okay, the, I think the last like twenty it. minutes kind of like it's just it gets a little cliche, and that's it. Um, I mean, it's just your typical like triumph in the end kind of deal. It, it was really, a, doesn't really set anything up. It's just basically the movie's just basically supposed to be backstory of how she came to be. Basically, all right, Chris, can you earmuff it for a second so we can talk about this on the podcast? Really. Yeah, ear muffet for a second. So we talk about the ending. Listener, if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, I'm covering my ears as well. Okay, so the end of the movie, like, the whole time she's going after this fictional character, like, she thinks she's going after the god of war, right? But then, like, it it gets to a certain point at the end of the movie where they're like, oh, and, like, Chris Pine comes up to her and he's like, he's like, there's no, he's like, there is no person that is the god of war. He's like, war is just evil. It's like... All of war. And it was really cool because it was like a a total like parable. Yeah. And then they threw it out the door when they're like, hey, let's <laughs> actually bring in the God of War. That makes sense for, for her character. And they gave him like a half-assed reason. He's like, I'm actually in the background of everything. <laughs> and it ruined it. I like that. He's it. like, I'm the one who causes the wars. I don't really make them. Is I kind of just like help out. This sounds like a character from Labyrinth. Yeah. Is this one of the goblins? Uh, it's, I'm, these are direct quotes from the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. That was just an audio clip from the movie. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, there was the audio clip. Uh, copyright infringement. Yeah, yeah we're, we're breaking all kinds of copyright tonight. But that's it. Chris, earmuffs, out. <laughs> mm, okay. All right. <laughs> any other movies? I got one more to talk about, but anybody else see anything else? Can I say one, one last thing about Wonder Woman? Sure. No earmuffs. Oh. No, not necessary. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I left the theater basically... Because we've done uh, Batman vs Superman on the podcast, yes. we also did Suicide Squad. Yes, I left the movie theater telling two buddies of mine. Basically, this movie is a huge step in the right direction as far as DC movies go. Yeah, they, that's what I've heard. Yeah, they've just—I don't know. They've well, been shit in the bed. Like, they got non-stop. the new project though. Did you hear about the new one? Is it the Justice League project? No, it's a Joker movie directed oh, by Todd geez. Phillips, yeah. executive produced by Martin Scorsese. Sounds cool to me. Where the hell did this come from? Like, don't need it. I think it's, I'll tell you what happened. Scorsese was watching Road Trip, and he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> just yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Honey, get my pager. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's. that's that's my more that, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, another movie I saw that I thought was absolute crap, and I was very disappointed. Actually, I won't say it was crap. I was just super disappointed. Uh, Alien Covenant. Oh, man, yeah. What a... Yeah. That was a bummer, man. I was really excited I for that one. I think I liked it leaving the theater, but that was just me, like, hoping it was good it just it ruined <laughs> it ruined prometheus yeah. if you like prometheus and it ruined alien one if you like alien one yeah we really just don't need any of the explanation no thing i didn't I, I missed out because everybody told me not to see it but, and i went they, there man i okay oh this is <laughs> god man this was a summer of me telling people to shut up in the movie theater every movie i went to go see i had to shush people oh man i don't think i've done that since um uh, Skyfall. Oh my God, man! At Alien Covenant, I shushed a couple. He said Skyfall, and I thought of um, Sky uh, Captain, Sky Captain, Captain Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, and I was like, 
I looked too low. Shut up. <laughs> I like Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> no. please. No, I just a couple, man, and like not only did they not get quiet, but they talked even louder to like spite me. And I was like, that was. I was like, you're the reason why we're not going to the theaters anymore. Jeez. Where's my ten dollar movie pass? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Oh, I haven't had a problem like that in a while. Yeah. I, so literally, it's just I think Skyfall. Was it the happened last time. at Baby Driver. Nope. It almost happened at Dunkirk, but Dunkirk was so loud that nobody could talk. Oh, oh, Baby Driver was a fun experience. There oh. were people talking in the movie. Oh, you had a quiet experience at. Oh Baby yeah, going Driver. back, going back to Baby Driver. Uh, so I went to go see the uh, sneak preview of Baby Driver. Oh, you should have asked me. Oh, yeah, I should have, but yeah, I did. you should ask me. I did ask you guys. You guys oh, thought I was, like, talking about 10 years in the future. Tell your story. Uh, Tell your story. <laughs> but basically, there were technical difficulties throughout the movie, or in the beginning of the movie, where it was supposed to start at a certain time, and it didn't. And then it eventually did start, but there wasn't any sound. And eventually, a buddy of mine starts doing sound effects for the movie during the opening car chase. And then suddenly, like, another person started chiming in, doing sound effects. And then, before you know it, the entire theater was doing sound effects for the entire movie. Wow. It was, like, basically felt like that's how world peace happened. Really? Basically, just everyone was doing, like, there wasn't any problems. Nobody was, like, getting pissed. Everyone was just happy, having a great time. Basically making what, you know, good of the situation, cool, basically. I will but- tell you, I'll tell you an experience very similar, but in the negative light. Oh, God. So, back in college, um, we all went to college together, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I had to take the movie Rush Hour 3. I had the entire movie and I had to edit it into a two-minute trailer, put my own music. Oh, I remember that assignment. Yeah, and it was a fun assignment. I was so proud of what I made. And when I premiered it to the class, there was no sound. And everybody started to make sound for it for the entire two minutes. And they're like, we got you, buddy. And they started making their own noises. I was so upset. They weren't mocking me, but I was so proud of what I had. Yeah. And the main thing that sold it was a song I picked for it. And then what song was it? Uh, it was a Soundgarden song. Okay, and it totally rock. It was, everything was perfect, and uh, that was my Baby Driver story. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. That was a bummer. Yeah, yeah. So then we played it again, and it with the sound. But by that time, I was like, ah, it's already gone. Yeah, like, who, yeah. yeah it's who cares? Ruined. Yeah, that stinks, dude. That's not your fault though. That's the school's fault. Man. It is. So overall, I think it was a pretty decent summer for movies. I don't think it was amazing. Nah, it was. But yeah. I, I could have been better. I saw some good ones. I didn't get to see Planet of the Apes, the third I one. I missed out on that. I really wanted to I see that. I did miss that. I just can't get on board with that series. Really? I've only seen them all one time, and I liked them all one time. I don't think I'll ever go back and rewatch them. I was them. bored in the first one. I looked at my watch in the theaters in the second one, and I just didn't make it a point to see the Love third one. the first one. I never saw the second one. I want to. Well, Planet of the Apes is next, so it's like, I wonder what they're going to do with it. So it's like, now this is like ground zero now? Or? Well, now it's like Charlton Heston... Planet of the Apes. Like, I wonder who they're going to get as Charlton Heston. Are I don't they know. Mark Wahlberg again? Yeah, hopefully. Cool. Why not? Like, isn't that kind of weird that he would still totally fit? Like, he's that revel- like relevant that yeah. if yeah. they brought him back, like, nobody would question it. Like, And let's be honest. Is that Planet of the Apes remake that bad? Because, I never like, saw it. There's some impressive stuff in it. I don't know. I think it's pretty bad. Really? I think we need to watch it for the Cinema Cult podcast. I'd watch it. Because I've never seen it. Okay. I've only seen bits and pieces, and it was pretty impressive to say, see some uh, of the structure. Of it. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Ooh. Yeah, you just download it. It's pretty yeah. easy. Quite yeah, just, just look for it. Just look for it. You'll yeah, see. just like when it's there, just download it. Yeah, just go iTunes. to the search bar and just yeah. type in like Planet. And while you're at it, just yeah. like rate and review the podcast. You know, <laughs> we, we really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. On Facebook. Um on iTunes, any social media platform, if you can give us a shout, we'd really appreciate it. And we are taking requests still. Please um, request anything you want. 
But um, anywhere we are popping up, please rate and review us. We got a lot of changes coming up here. The next couple episodes we do have coming out are old platform, and then we will be switching to our new platform. So it might sound a little dated, but just get through it. Either listen to it or don't. And then uh, uh, listen to it. <laughs> please, yeah, no. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we're gonna have a guest uh, guest uh, speaker speaker, I guess. Yeah, a uh, panelist. A guest panelist. Oh, there yeah. you go, guest yeah. panelist. Uh, no, we got Jake coming back from our Jurassic Park podcast, and what else did he do with us? Um, uh, movies at Dwayne Johnson. In Jupiter Ascending? In Jupiter Ascending, yeah. where he was dressed like Channing Tatum. The yep, for the entire podcast. podcast. <laughs> it, yeah, for an audio podcast. Yep. <laughs> but um, thank you for being patient with us while we were busy. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And please look out for our new podcast, The Dark House on the Hill. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, thanks for welcoming us back. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Hato. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.